This episode is supported by FX's Clipped, the scandalous story of the 2014 Clippers owner's racist remarks captured on tape and heard around the world. The series charts the tape's impact on a dysfunctional basketball organization striving to win against their reputation as the most cursed team in the league. Starring Lawrence Fishburne, Jackie Weaver, Cleopatra Coleman, and Ed O'Neill. FX's Clipped, streaming June 4th, only on Hulu. Oh. All the way? Okay. Welcome, Welcome in. in. Hello. Hello. I'm, I'm used to hearing <laughs> the music. I didn't even realize... Uh, welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Use code DNVR when you sign up for a new account to get amazing odds boosts. It's been a hectic night. <laughs> Thank God the cameras didn't come on. 100% of us were on our phones. Yep. But yeah, been, it's been a hectic night. No, it would have been great had we all been on our phones. Nobody said anything, and it's like 30 seconds live, and we're still just, <laughs> just doing staring this. at it's our a, phones. It's a, it's a genuine of those like cold opens. Oh, I didn't even see you there, but for but real. But we actually <laughs> had no oh, idea. Oh, shit. I didn't see that that uh, was on. If you guys didn't know, we're doing an event with LaCroix Hockey tonight down at the bar. We had a bunch of amazing alumni of the Avalanche here. We're going to have more. Milan Hayduk's going to join us on the show for the second period. So you're going to want to be a part of that. You're going to want to tell your friends. And if you want to ask a question to Hayduk, you see that QR code right on the screen there? Go use that. Go donate $20 to LaCroix Hockey. Help support hockey here in Colorado. Ask your question, and you can ask Hayduk whatever you want, assuming it's, like, not something terrible. If you say something stupid, we're not going to... Yeah, if you spend money to ask a dumb question that we aren't going to ask him like thanks for the money yeah but you know if you ask a reasonable question we will ask it uh also you can just support lacroix hockey in general they're a great organization they're already doing so much with us and the sport of hockey here in colorado yep, we'll so. get us bad food take I, I i have to just shout out super <laughs> starky 55 we just announced milan hayduk's coming on and he they took a second to call out. It's nice to have me on. That makes me feel real <laughs> also good. happy for Milan. Yeah, yeah, yeah I was going to yeah, say. we got to pump those tires so that you get back on them uh, and get the fuck out of here. I was going to say. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> Allie, want to kill Makar Puck. That is what you were seeing. Yeah, had an awesome Damn. silent auction. All sorts of abs I merch. I thought you were like waiting Oh, yeah, to actually, I did want to see. Is it a specialty puck? It's oh, it's gorgeous. With a certificate of authenticity. So there you go. There this you is go. what you miss out on when you don't come down to the bar. Again, support LaCroix Hockey. Those guys are amazing. We'll have Eric LaCroix on the show later as well to talk a little bit more about it. Also, if you weren't aware, there's an Avs game tonight. Huh? Uh, I know. Hard to believe. Not sure the Avs showed up for this game, but they won it I was anyway. going to say, I'm not sure anybody outside of Pavel Francos was aware that there was an Avs game <laughs> oh, to be Andres played Oh, Andreas England evening. was definitely there. <laughs> he was in the lineup, that's for sure. Yeah. I, look, the Avs won the game three to two, despite getting outshot four to one on the night. So <laughs> Pavel Francouz two and zero against the Hurricanes this year. His only two wins thus far. To, I mean, he's only played five games. Both of his wins come against a Hurricanes team where shouldn't uh, those be turned off? <laughs> at, at, at least from a shot standpoint, the Avs have gotten pretty outplayed both okay. times. We talked about him in the pregame that he needed to have a good game uh, for this depleted Avalanche team. Going on the road against a team that is high shot volume, all that stuff, uh, good possession metrics. Frankie showed up. Really quickly, while the Super Chats are appreciated, don't give us Super Chats tonight. Go give it to LaCroix Hockey instead. Use, Use that QR, QR code. code. Yeah. yeah. It's Venmo. It's the easiest thing possible. We do appreciate them, though. We, yeah, we love the love. The Show us the LaCroix Hockey. Definitely. For tonight. because it's their night. The event was awesome. If you watched the watch along with us, you got to see John Mitchell 
uh, Rick Barry. Uh, we had Kyle, Kyle Quincy, Quincy on as well. There were also, you know, Peter Budai was here. People got to chat him up. It was a fun event. Um, anyway. Yo, this person, uh, Hetty, said, do we own the Canes? It just made me think of raising Canes. Now I want to get out of here before the tendies Ooh, close. Not going to make it. I saw this, this man in his tendies. As Bro. long as I've known him, man, he loves his tendies. I saw, I saw it. Don't think I didn't. Chick-fil-A and Canes were the only right answers on that entire thing. I do love tendies. They I didn't watch <sighs> it because we were not represented. <laughs> Therefore, incomplete poll. Uh, who was it that said Jimmy John's? Not a fast food place, obviously. Uh, Sp- yeah, Spence. Come on. Yeah, that's come on. not fast food. This come on. A guy, a guy that's played golf all his life would think that, that's Adam, fast food. <laughs> didn't Adam say like Chipotle or something? Like clearly yeah, not was, fast food. Yeah, there were some food. ones where yeah. it's like, yeah, there I guess if you some, don't want to participate in the prompt, that's correct. There were some fast casuals. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, See, there's a line between fast, fast, casual. Like, yeah. thank you for getting this, AJ. Do we uh, get it? Right Should we, we try we to it. have I a... take s- back my pumping tire joke. Can we get through a 60-second <laughs> rundown, the four of us together? Can we manage it? Or you mean, like, are we going to, like, sing it in harmony? Or? Yeah, in sync. Oh, in all German. The way. No, just, just <laughs> hit all the details you know, tonight. Megan's going to do the no. whole thing in German, <laughs> confirmed. No, she's, <laughs> here we go. She's referencing Rick Barry talking about... German fans singing. She already said it though. (laughs) Das Avalanche. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Hell yeah. (laughs) That's all I got. (laughs) Um, Anyway, I I don't have a. I I don't think we can do it in sixty seconds. But Avs win three two in a game where they end up getting outshot fourteen to forty six. Forty eight. Forty eight. They got the fifth. What was was forty eight to fifteen? Was the lucky shot fifteen? I thought that was fourteen. Can we also? I think I've shown some love already. Can we show some? Appreciation for the fact that Altitude got a shot counter yeah, on their broadcast. It's great. After it took them long enough, but seven it's years, great. it is great. It's great that we knew that right offhand. <laughs> Nobody had to look. I looked on NHL.com. That yeah, too. I've got the app open. <laughs> uh, the Avs were the ones to score first, pretty early on. A beautiful play from Lekkinen, able to force a puck to Erod in the middle, who finishes nicely. I mean, it's it's good hard work. I can't believe there's no assist on that play. I pretty it's lucky deserves one for sure. Absolutely. Um, Both him and Nate. Nate does the work there on the wall to, to yeah. keep that, that puck was, in. The no Avs then spent the next 30 minutes of the hockey game seeing how long they could go without getting a shot on goal and keeping the lead. Uh, they <laughs> genuinely <laughs> Sebastian just, Ajo goal was a good one from him. And, Right, it's a, it's a tough like that's a tough. Canes play get one back off a scramble puck where yeah. bodies are where, flying. Where Aho makes a nice play. Yep, the shot gets blocked and then it pops back out to him and then he just. I mean that's nasty. Right. Yep. You just go top shelf and, and and it's over a blocker on a left-handed goalie. Maybe there's a chance, a low chance for a great glove save there. But on on Francois's blocker, no. You're you're in a one-one game, but credit to the Avs, they did a good job of taking advantage of the chances they got, which weren't many. But they did an okay job. Alex Newhook catches Martin Netches in the neutral zone, just beats him up the ice, gets yep. a nice stretch pass. That's the skating that we've wanted to see, man. That's stretching defense, and and actually putting pressure through the neutral zone with your skating, and that's where we haven't seen that from Newey. He gets it, and he puts a nice finish what on it. Gets ranted a bite a hard. Yep. He's He's got the guy right on his back, and he just has the pressure. I mean, he still makes that move. And the puck, if you go and watch it, the puck's rolling on him. And he still is like, we go, we go into the backhand. It's When you see stuff like that, it's why I really do. I, I think Alex Newhook has so much upside at 
as a potential second line center. The tools, yeah. there, there's just there's so many tools there that you, he just has. We talked a lot about consistency and reliability in the pregame. That's literally what he's missing. That's the only thing he's missing. Well, and stop high sticking people. Yep. Yeah, that would help too. Like it seems like every game he's high sticking somebody else. Like what, what, what you what you got, Hatchet the, man? The high sticking <laughs> has to stop. But this feels goals like that for Nui feel less like where did that come from and more like okay, it's finally getting there. Right. Yeah. So hopefully there's more of that to come here, which I'm sure there's at least some, but hopefully there's a lot more of that. Yeah. Yo, I said pregame. Jared's doing his postgame or pre-show. Jared's doing his postgame right now. It's one media scrum I'm probably happy to not be in right now. That dude. You know he's going to hate this game. Even after <laughs> wins. The, uh, which game? Was it Carolina last week? There was a game reason right. they, they won, won yeah. by I multiple goals. probably the other Carolina, Carolina. Game. Yeah. And he was pissed. Pissed about the way his team had played. That's what makes this team so fun. That's why they win games like this. The standard for them is just higher, and they have a way of shaking off. Hey, we just got caved in for 60 minutes. None of it matters if we well, score the next one. This is the thing. If you're Washington, looking at this, uh, looking ahead for Saturday, you're not excited for the abs coming in. Right, you right. already weren't excited for the abs coming in. You're playing poor hockey. You can't get and, stops and out of the abs are winning games like this one. But yeah. but the abs don't put games like this together. Yep. They don't string these together. Yep. They happen sometimes, and then they usually get good well, and mad about it, regardless and, of the result. And they come out the next game looking and, like the abs. Like well, I'm gonna go ahead and prematurely call a blowout they, on Saturday. We'll, we'll get to that in a little bit. Going through the rest of this game. After the Avs go up 2-1, they're pretty much under siege for the rest of this hockey game. Yeah, statistically for sure. And it didn't really start to feel that way until... The last 12-ish minutes. Yeah, yeah. Whenever, whenever it was, Rick Barry said yeah, that. I, whatever he's like it stamp it was. Hasn't he was like, rammed them down their throats not, yet. And it's like, well, really, it started yeah. down our just then. Yeah. then they and then they are. Yeah. What is, is that actually Blaze? What is that picture? I think it is. <laughs> Is that from when you were like 12, Blaze? Uh, anyway. I'm actually about to get up from this couch and go look at that picture closer because yeah. there's a chance that's my favorite thing of all time. <laughs> uh, yeah, I see a puka shell necklace. It's definitely him. Uh, well, <laughs> while Jesse's looking at that, the abs are under siege. Pavel Frantzos is playing great. I think that's Blaze with hair. And then... Is that hair Blaze? Is it youth Blaze? <laughs> Andreas Englund just runs into Pavel Frantzos. Yeah, like a mother of all Just, miscommunication. Yeah. What the hell are you doing? <laughs> yeah, that was he like dropped the shoulder too. Yeah, like what? Like I smoked his. We're I watching it live, and we're like, what? Is I can't going possibly on? understand what was going through his head in that yeah. moment because Frankie clearly makes it look like he wants to play this puck. And it's not like England slows down for a handoff or something. He just runs yeah. right through him. Yeah. Like, didn't I, look like he was trying to like slip through him in yeah, the boards. Right. I, I, like, I, I, he just runs into his goalie who has the puck. He just smoked his guy. He he reacted as if was. he looked up and was like two feet from his goaltender, but he was staring at him the whole way. Yeah, and then, right at him. And then like, he compounds it because the shot that comes in, the shot that comes in, he kicks. Yeah, 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 Right to Martin Neches. Because Frankie was back and in like, net by that time. Like, like I'm not gonna blame him because he definitely does not open up the skate of uh, his skate like that 
and intentionally kick it to of the middle. Of course not. He's trying to block the shot, and he's and he's but like still he is full blown shitting his pants that's, too. That's like, the world giving blown. him a second chance, and he did not pick yeah. it up. And, yeah, and it just goes so poorly on that one. But it was just like, dude. Well, and this it, is so bad. It leaves Frankie with a guy alone in front, and Frankie has lost his. Stick. And there's no stick. Yeah. He's got no help there. He's got no chance. It was like they were trying to steal a shift out of Andreas England, and Andreas England was like, "How can I make this go as poorly this as possible?" This will be my final shift. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, yep, that was it. That that brought it back to two-two. The Avs survived the rest of the game, including a penalty for the final two minutes, essentially of regulation. Yeah. What was that power play? We were we were on the watch line. Yeah. I didn't want to get too into it. It was but bad. That the I don't know which one of them it was holds the puck for maybe ten seconds, just standing there, just back and forth by himself, and you're like, did the controller disconnect? What the hell's <laughs> happening? And then he passes it to a guy who gives it right back to him. They make no play, and the puck goes out into the netting, and he, you're like, well, he like launches it into the sky. Like you're looking at like I'm like. Well, I had last, to keep my cool on the watch yeah, along, but what the fuck was that? That last ditch effort, one timer missing net by about five and a half feet. It wasn't even close. Wasn't even close. Like it was moving though. It was, you got all of it <laughs> in the Andre wrong direction. Yeah, was not on yeah. the net. It was. It was bad. That, it was. It was seriously. It was their power. That power play attempt. As I was like, you guys are doing an amazing job defending yourselves. You're not doing anything right now. You're waiting for somebody. Yep. It was all of a sudden. They got to winning time, and playoff Carolina showed up. Yep. Nobody wanted to step up. Nobody wanted the puck. Nobody tried to make a play. That's the easiest PK that the Avs have had yep. all year. They literally just stood there. Didn't like, do anything with it. And it continued in to be perfect. We're good. <laughs> Didn't do anything with it. It was awful. I heard you, Megan. Thank you. <laughs> I did not hear you. I said something awful. No, I just said the PK continued to be perfect. Like, this was what helped them in that first Carolina game, honestly. Like, even just a Rodriguez power play goal, it keeps them in this. The special team special teamed, and that was maybe the only thing that saved them tonight alongside Franco's. No, I'm sorry. Franco's saved the game. That's it. (laughs) They get to overtime in large part thanks to Frankie. Um, (laughs) The overtime was... I mean, we could go through our king of the game and all that right now. Yeah, we will. we've got other things uh, to... Overtime was pretty low octane, to be honest. Yeah. They they kill it. Again, Carolina gets the puck. They have the puck. And they just don't really do anything with and, it. Yet. And they... was it? Like a dude fell down and the Avs got yep. the puck. And LOC goes down and takes a shot on goal. Misses wide badly. Well, he, <laughs> it's, it's blockered away. And then you're, you know, 50-50 puck. Yep. And then... The Avs just make a better play from there. You know, well, tired bodies are out on the well, ice, so left they and were, right. They were tired, but Comfer got off, and Lecky was the one fresh body on. He gets Comfer the was own. on the ice for the goal. Oh, so. so was who got off? LOC, LOC got, got off, off? for okay. Lekkinen. The one body gets off. The one fresh body on the ice finds the open space. Great work to get it over to him. Yeah, a perfectly executed three on two. Yep. Uh, Taves walks in and. Moves it, to, moves it to Comfort. Yep. Comfort pulls both guys in because he has a wide open shooting lane. Comfort waits it just long enough, makes an easy pass over, and lucking in with a great finish. Yep. Comfort had a nice. good overtime. Like, he had some defensive so, plays that kept them in it. Sorry, that no, was it. No, no, no. I was going to forcefully agree with you. <laughs> Keep going. That was it. Oh. That was right. it. Good OT. <laughs> Comfort. Dictator hammer. <laughs> Smash. Yeah, I was. I was actually. I was standing there watching with some some fans uh, as as the third period was winding down, 
And there was a play near the end where Comfort was like, kind of, like he didn't have like a great opportunity, but he was in the mix down low. He was kind of chasing a puck. And I said, doesn't this feel like one of those dumb games where JT Comfort does something like <laughs> in the last in the last second? And while he, he picked up the the primary assist in overtime, but I, I'm with you. Like I thought, like he blocked that that shot that led to the rush going the other way. Well, we talk about that with JT Comfort so many times. The dude is invisible for five games, and it's like, oh wow, that was super clutch well, and came up to win a game. Just. Extrapolate all the right plays on a shift and, <laughs> and you win a game. And ex- you're just like, well, I don't know. Extrapolate on that even further. <laughs> Set aside the underlying numbers here because the Avs just aren't going to win games in this fashion very often. Yeah, nobody is. Right. But what did the Avs need last game in their loss against St. Louis? They needed depth scoring. Who scored tonight? New Hook. Erod, sure. You can count him as the top line if you want right now. Yeah. Mm. But then you get a goal from New Hook. And you get a goal from Lekkonen, which is out there with JT You get Comfort. an even strength goal from Arturi Lekkonen. Yeah. Well, and, and even with Erod, I mean, like, to me, that's he, he is depth because he's not Makar, McKinnon, well, Rantanen. Certainly one, been, one of Lekkonen and Erod is not on your top line. So. Right. One of yeah. them counts as depth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's, been, he's been your bridge between your top line and your depth, which has been code for baddies at this point. Production-wise. I, I think a lot of guys are... Pl- like, I thought Martin Kaut had a couple of really good moments in this game. Yes. Didn't come close to producing a point, but I thought there were some good, good moments for him. Yep. Defensively, he's starting to really look good. We, we talked about it really early on the on the pregame that about the conversation I had with Logan O'Connor. If you don't have your A game, you have to find a way to bring your B game and be visible in some other way. Yeah. And I'm with you, AJ. I think Martin Kaut is starting to get there where... Yep. Hey, you don't have your A game. You're not producing. You're not putting the puck in the net. But are you visible? Are, yeah. Are you yeah. as as Logan O'Connor put it? Are are you are you avoiding bringing your D game and just being completely invisible? You, that was Martin Kaut's problem for too long, and I feel like he's starting to come out of that. And yeah. you see him as a piece of the penalty kill that goes four for four in killing penalties, and that's mm-hmm. a Martin Kaut contribution that is measured. It adds value, even if it isn't on the score sheet production wise. Laid down and blocked a shot very quickly because we have. Cooler stuff game. coming. King of the game. Did we give it to Frankie? I yeah. assume. Yeah. Nine one seven and ninety two chances. Being a jerk when I was like, give it to Lekadan. Like, obviously, obviously a dude with forty six saves is gonna get king of the game when you win. That save percentage is ridiculous. Frankie straight stole one for the Avs tonight. Bender so. said what to a reporter? You've asked that sixty eight times in a row. Now I'm gonna go back and watch that. That's Maybe spicy. you did want to be in that presser after all. Yeah. I mean, I don't ever want to see another reporter get dunked True. like that. That's tough to watch. Uh, in any case. But anyway, yeah. Unbelievably good game from Frankie I, all the way around. I, well, and like, what do you say about Pavel Francouz outside of that? Yep. He was spectacular. He's the biggest reason. The, the, the abs should get all their points should be broken in the standings from the points that they had before tonight. And then Pavel Francouz should just get two points. Yep. Like he was, he was. It was all him. Like, come on. It was all him. They had almost 50 shots on goal, and the guy was rock solid. The guy was great. He was great. Um, I'm going to give a quick little shout out here. My my middle sister, she's had her babies in and out of the hospital and all that stuff, her little twins. Uh, One of them is unfortunately back in the hospital, but the other one, Scarlett, is watching right now. Hi. Just giving a nice little shout out to baby Scarlett. I forgot to tell you while you were in Finland, I met Brooke. Oh, really? Yeah, she was at the bar. Oh, yeah, yeah. She, she, came over and said hi. she texted yeah. me. Yeah, yeah, she was like, uh, she said something, and I was like, oh, well, I'm definitely not there. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Uh, yeah, no, they've uh, they they've been through the ringer a bit here in the last few months. So yeah, they're out and about. They're enjoying everything. They watched the entire cup run from the uh, NICU. So yeah, so no, they're 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 finally out and enjoying stuff a bit. So. Shout out Scarlet for, Scarlet. for watching watching always, the uh, always the fun to have a new fan post post game right now the yeah smallest next kind. generation of DJs that's right <laughs> <laughs> that's what we raise out here that's right <laughs> that's what we raise uh, so look on the whole is it a game you're happy with for how Colorado played hell no no but you win it but and this, you, this is what the, the regular season well, is and, about and this is the opposite this is the regular season in, right here in the blues game that's a game you felt like the abs let get away yep. and tonight it's one that felt like they stole and it kind of balances out at yeah the end if of you it. if you flop those results based on how they played and you were like right. okay you got two points against st louis and carolina and you'd be points. totally fine you're like yeah. whatever and guess how i feel right now it's still whatever <laughs> You just don't like giving points to St. Louis in particular. That's no. not fun. Cause I know. It was just because of how hard Bennington celebrated after. I'm sure we had a bunch of people come in late. So just to remind you guys, use the QR code instead of Super Chats tonight. Uh, give that money to LaCroix Hockey. Yeah, if you are Canadian and you don't have access to Venmo, uh, Super Chats are fine. Oh, I, that's what? fair. We'll figure something out then. True story. The, Venmo I, is not Do they Canada? have like Cash App or something? Uh, they e-transfer. What? What kind of nonsense? Yeah, well, Canada, so, get it together. No, you're saying this, but Canada was actually way ahead of this because they've been electronically transferring money for years uh, and not going through services like PayPal. And All so, right. Because they had bank to bank. They could just do it. So Seems archaic, but... Right. Well, now, <laughs> but like it's much e like just them tie this money hundred dollar bill other. to a pigeon and he'll well, find his way to well, a Canadian goose. Thankfully, we have someone more important than me to be on the show. <laughs> so, no, no, you're you're coming on. <laughs> I will be out of here, but you guys get to say hi to Milan Hayduke. So, we'll he will see you in just one second. <laughs> tag in, tag out. A little, a little line change. Yeah, I was gonna say yeah. yeah quick, quick little line change here. There it is. Milan. How's guys, it going tonight, sir? How are you? Awesome. Good night. Was it? Yeah. Yeah, not bad, right? How how about how, how was it for you? Good good time? It was awesome. I didn't watch that much hockey, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, yes, mom, they pull it off. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. Got it. <laughs> uh, apparently Frankie played well, right? Yeah. 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 47 shots or whatever was it against. Yeah. So, yeah. uh it's a good win. How uh do you, do you watch a lot? Do you normally I, I do normally yeah I try to watch some games and like not every game but uh, quite a bit and yeah so doing well I think uh, I don't want to put too much pressure on them but there's potential chance for 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 repeat and and tonight's game it could be def easily Stanley Cup Finals yeah right no it, doubt it easily could be uh, I say this Carolina team I don't know they've kind of been compared to the Avs now for repeat all right saying I'm sorry to do this but you mentioned repeat I want to just ask you real quick about 2002 Carolina Hurricanes. Do you guys get through that Western Conference final? Do you think it's a repeat? Uh, it looked that way, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Red Wings got, got it in, in four games or five games or something like that. Yeah. 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 I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say it was easy, but yeah, it was. I, I think it was probably the finals, us against Red Wings in 02. Yeah. So it, it could be done. Obviously, it's not, not easy, especially this year. Uh, the Avs uh, offseason was pretty short, right? Yeah. It was, it was just a shorter season and a shorter offseason. And, um, you know, they have tons of injuries right now. I I'm not saying it's because of that, but, I mean, might play some role into it. Definitely guys don't have enough time to rest uh, offseason, and you get back at it right away. So it's, yeah. it's tough when you have that 
kind of routine built up for how your summer looks, and yeah, suddenly it's all of a sudden, six all, weeks. All of a sudden, it's only two uh, two months off, really, yeah. and and you gotta get ready for next training camp. Uh, not definitely not easy. Yeah, you know, so that COVID played some role into it, and for sure. And, but you know, they're nine and five. They're absolutely where they want to be, and hopefully, guys will get it back healthy, and they'll be absolutely fine. Yeah. Winning a winning a game like this tonight, you know, what was the, what was that like for you? You know, was you you get outshot by thirty, you know, thirty five, and you still get two points. It's definitely definitely a steal. Obviously, you're heavily leaning on your goaltending, and and Frankie, uh, you know, had to be phenomenal tonight. Uh, it it is huge that uh, good for the uh, team confidence that even if. Obviously, Avs didn't have a game probably, right? Or Carolina play well. I, you know, I didn't. I like I said, I didn't watch mm-hmm. it much, but uh, it, it's it's great for confidence, and you can pull it off and get a win even when you don't have your best stuff. And uh, and goaltending goaltender can bail you out. It's awesome. Great to have it in your back pocket. Why not? Yeah. So, uh, Paulo Francis, fellow countryman, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. How how long did you know about Frankie before he came over? Because I remember he played in the Olympics for them, right? Yeah, he did, and. Uh, uh, he played actually in in a Czech league. He played uh, not far from my hometown. They, he won a championship there. So yeah. he's a well-known goalie. Played in KHL. Yeah, uh, many years, and uh, he was a you know very solid goaltender. Ba- I think one back of the to best. back goaltender of the year over there. Yeah, I think, yes, right? yeah. So he, he's well-established goalie, and and he can do the job. You know? Yeah, he's uh he, he's been fun for us to watch. He's just a great great guy too. Like having just conversations with him are solid. Anytime awesome. that and Jared puts him in the net. He he performs right, yeah. so great to have it. Yeah, no, I've I've said I've I've always felt like he has number one potential. Don't know if he'll ever actually get there, but uh, I mean, we talked about him a ton in the pregame. That he's just been he's been a huge boost for this team. Having a good backup goaltender is so much more important than people, I think, give it credit for at times. Absolutely, and when when the playoffs comes, look at last year when Darcy Kemper <laughs> went down and, and yeah. Frankie stepped in and won six, seven straight games. Yeah, uh, very valuable. Uh, you know, backup goaltender, and he, he can produce, and, and it's awesome. Great to have it. Sw- swept yeah. Connor McDavid. <laughs> not, Absolute, not too bad. A- absolutely. I mean, he's, he's, he's solid. He's, he's not – he doesn't have the size of modern goalies or whatever. Or I mean, guys 6'4", six, 6'5", six, now. Yeah. But he gets it done. He always square to the puck, solid, uh, doesn't give up many rebounds. And, uh, you know, it, I think guys, guys like to play with him for him. Yeah. Know, so it's great. Square to the puck. That's always something I've noticed about him. He's not a busy goaltender. He just he's in the right spot a lot. The, the, the puck hits him. He doesn't have to do much. He's he's just always really square. I'm, I'm no goalie coach, but uh, you know that's <laughs> when the goalies don't give up rebounds. Always square. Don't have to do miracle saves there. Everything yeah. hits him. That means he's in a good spot. And yeah. uh, obviously that's what he's doing. Not a goalie coach, but you've played with a couple decent goalies in your day. Yeah, yeah I, I try to just figure them out. I just <laughs> try to where to score and, yeah. and find some find some holes, but. Uh, yeah, it's. I mean, goalies these are freaking phenomenal. It's just not easy to score on them. Yeah, no, absolutely. We've got Milan Hayduk here, number in the rafters down at Ball Arena. Uh, Milan, how fun has this Avs team been for you to watch over the last couple of years? Just as they've really kind of hit their stride, and just kind of the game in general as it's picked up with speed and scoring. I mean, that was that was in your wheelhouse when you played. How fun would it be to play in today's NHL? Uh, def- definitely so much fun. And, and the Avs, the product they put on the ice uh, last you know, two or three years, it's, it's so much uh, fun to watch. It's, in one way, it's, it's, it's be winning and look at uh, 
if you look in the history, like uh, New Jersey Devils, you can win Stanley Cups, but it's it's not most exciting hockey with Newtrison Trap <laughs> and whatever. But the ass doing it the fun way, right? <laughs> they're they're winning the fun way when you know outscoring teams and uh, uh, you know plenty of offense, uh, fast hockey up and down. So it's every every fan must love it, right? Yeah. It's it just not only your team is winning, but it's it's the fun way. It's uh, it's 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 watchable. It's yeah. it's great, you know. Yeah. So uh, I would have so much fun to play with these guys. Yes. Yeah. No kidding, AJ. I'm, I'm I don't want to. In questions talking here? about injuries and what a win like this does for a player's confidence, I'm looking at a player like Martin Cow, and I know he's also a fellow countryman. Are you familiar with Cow? Have you kind of followed his trajectory as an up-and-coming young player? What have you thought of him? Uh, great player. Obviously, uh, he's, uh, he's getting chance because uh, you know the injuries we had, and, and he's, he's been good for Eagles for a while. So this is his chance to uh, put a stamp on it and, 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 and show Jared what, what he can do. And, and and, and stay in the lineup for even when the guys, uh, some guys come back with injuries. So, uh, you know, there's plenty of opportunity now for the guys to show show Jared that uh, they can play in the league and, uh, and, and, and kind of, you know, throw their name out there. So uh, I think it, it, it's in a way uh, it, it, it's not great for, for, for the ass that they have so many injuries. But on the other side, plenty of opportunity for guys from coming coming from the Eagles and, and and show them what they can do. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna change gears on you here a little bit, and I want to talk to you a little bit about Gabe Landeskog. Uh, obviously, you know it's pretty story's pretty well told now that you had a big part in passing the the C off to him at such a young age. And you know he talked last year that when he first took over as a captain, he looking back on it now, he said, yeah, you know I I I, I wasn't mentally ready for the responsibility that came with it. What do you see out of him now? Because I've talked to so many people last year as the Avs went on this run and getting to go to these different buildings and national media, and there is a lot of talk about this is maybe the best, if not just one of the best captains in the NHL right now. What is it about Gabe Landeskog that, that you saw so many years ago and what you see from him now that just makes him so special and he means so much to this team, maybe not in the direct way that like a Nathan McKinnon does? What is it that you always saw in Gabe Landeskog? I mean, I, 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 I think I see similarity with uh, Jonathan Taves in him a little bit. When, when yeah. they, they had uh, Chicago Blackhawks, they had the run. Very serious guy, similar game. Maybe Landy plays even heavier game than, than Jonathan Taves. Uh, emotional leader. Uh, when, when games get chippy and rough, he can produce. Like, he doesn't really, nothing bothers him, nothing faces him. He's, yeah. he's a big dude. Uh, Smart kid, well, kid, young man now. Yeah. Yeah, he's probably what kid is he, works. Close, yeah. close to 30, whatever yeah. he is right now. Yeah, I think he's 30 here in like a week. Is he? Yeah, right. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, uh, yeah, so man now. But I, he's, I think he's the perfect guy for, for this team, and, and, and probably many teams would love to have him. Uh, yeah. So we're glad to, to have Landy, and, and hopefully he'll get back soon and, and get healthy. But, uh, yeah, he's 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 phenomenal leader. Uh not only on the ice but off the ice and uh, i think uh, it's great even for for nathan mckinnon to have him there and and yeah and uh, i'm sure they have some conversation here and there and stuff like that yeah and, and i mean you saw that in him as an 18 year old that he had the potential to do that well yeah, yeah he was a captain in in i think in kitchener, kitchener in, yeah in, uh, in in uh, ohl and uh definitely he was uh definitely ahead of his years mentally like he was you wouldn't you wouldn't expect that uh when you talk to him he was an 18 year old kid that time yeah right or 19 whatever it was yeah he was uh yeah i think uh, yeah, definitely 18. was ahead of his time and and 
and then you know he he became better and better, and I, he's a great leader, a great one of the you know maybe he's, maybe he's gonna go down to. Uh, well, it might be tough to be Joe, <laughs> uh, but but as the greatest captain of the Avalanche, but yeah. close, close to it. Yeah. No close kidding. to Joe. Well, when his he, English is better than mine too. I've lived here my whole life, and he, I mean, yeah, he's phenomenal. Uh, great, great, just absolutely awesome. Yeah, AJ, were you? I can't yeah, I'm just when his number goes in the rafters, you know, will, will it also I mean, I'm sure have he a C will, on I it? I mean, like it, it, it will, he will. Like, what did he sign? Seven year deal. He will stay mm -hmm. with the Avs. Yeah, till probably his, you know. His, his last day and uh, in the National Hockey League, so yeah, he'll be in the Raptors for sure. He's coming for your games played. <laughs> yeah, I hope he's going to beat it. Yeah, he should. Yeah. Mac too, probably. Yeah. They both yeah. should. What yeah. uh, what was it like for you getting to watch them? Game six in Tampa. They actually, you know, they they, they do it. They you know they they beat Tampa. They win the Stanley Cup. What was that like for you to be able to watch? I actually talked to Billy Neiman on the ice after the game there, just saying, you know, what kind of emotions does this bring back? Did you did the emotions hit you at all, or was it more it, just? It did because, uh, yeah, I, I watch it on TV, obviously, and uh, uh, it like just try to, you know, going back when what I went through and when we won it in 2001, and I was just so happy for the guys. It, it's been so many years, right? 21 years of yeah. Uh, ups and downs yeah. and, and just not easy some not easy years for the ass fans and yeah. uh they finally get it got it done and you know like and, and they were the f probably favorite the year before too so it's not easy to get over the hump and uh they couldn't get past second round really right yeah for for a number of years and uh, uh sometimes it just takes this you know the experience of uh some painful losses go through it and then, uh, then you then you figure out something that you know. What do you have to do? And uh, everything came through for them, and I was so happy for them. It was it was awesome. Still, you know, some guys on the team I play with, EJ and and and, uh, and Landy and and bunch of staff around you yeah. know around the team. And so I was texting them and really talking to them. So it was it was it was cool. It was fun. I was so happy for them. You made mention of you have to you know they they went through some painful losses, and Nate McKinnon talked about that with us after that. Looking back on it now, now that you've got they've gotten over the hump, going through those really painful losses to Vegas and to Dallas, he said that's what helped prepare them for the adversity that they faced. You guys lost to Dallas in Game Seven, I believe it was two years in a row, right yes. before the yep, 0-1. Yep. How much do you think that that actually you know molded the teams that you were a part of into who they were? Yes, there was a lot of great players, you know yourself, Joe Sackick, Peter Forsberg, but going through those losses, how much does that actually prepare a team? To go through what I gained a ton of appreciation for just how tough it is. I was just doing the travel. I wasn't doing any of the, the games or the workouts or the video. Uh, I think it's so much tougher than people give it credit for. How much do you need to go through those losses? Well, and for uh, for us, it was a little bit different too. Like, so we lost uh, two game sevens in Dallas in conference finals. Yep. Back to back. So we were like, uh, home ice advantage is going to be huge. Yeah. So uh, the next year we won the President's Trophy and had a home ice advantage for, for, for Game 7s. So that was huge. Uh, but you, like, you, you learn from these painful losses. You do learn, uh, see the other teams, how they, how they do it, what they, how they do their business, what they do, uh, uh, how they react in tough situations. What it, yeah, you, you realize what it takes to, to win these tough uh, hockey game stuff serious is like it, it's just it, it's a grind like i know yeah. people probably you know uh people watching on tv don't realize how how hard it is to win yeah 16 playoff games when 
everything is on the line and, and you play against the best teams, they're on their top of their games, really. They are. Yeah. And and then you mix it up with some injuries. Uh, it, you have Teams have to stay healthy or the key, key guys have to stay healthy. It just many things come in play and into it. So it's... Uh, it's an unbelievable grind and it's yeah. and and then you're, there's such a relief at the end that <laughs> it's over and you want it it's it's just an awesome feeling it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. there were so many guys that we talked to after that said like more than happy i'm relieved like we we did it we got to the end like it, it was just it was so fun to see that for them just relief you know i think is a great word for it that you put in so much work and like we did it more than like the excitement itself. Yeah, and then you, you spend so much time with the with the guys, like the not only the whole season, eighty two game season, but the whole two months uh, playoff run. You spend a lot more time with them than <laughs> with your family. It just that's yeah. your family, really. Yeah, and you you live and die with every win and loss. So uh, it's just great feeling to you know to share with share with with uh, with the teammates. Uh, the, such an accomplishment. Yeah, no kidding. How was uh, how was your post cup partying compared to theirs? Because theirs was <laughs> the cup pretty didn't in- even make it off the ice before yeah, it was like, dented. I was, I, was, I was just crazy, but not I guess not this crazy. Like I actually, uh, I I was part of it with, with with them a little bit too, but not you know not right after. But yeah, yeah. it was uh, the the cup looked a little beat up. I don't think, <laughs> I, I don't think we damaged the cup. No, right? I don't, I don't think so. Uh, it was it was great, uh, you know, like you and all kinds of bars and everything, like like these guys did. And you, you gotta celebrate it. You gotta you gotta enjoy it because it doesn't happen too often, really, right? Yeah. Uh, uh, we had a great team. What it, I was I've been part of, and we were in the Stanley Cup Finals only once. It's just yeah. it's just not easy to get in the finals even, and uh, never mind to win it. Uh, but uh, I guess when the Avs get to the finals, we win it. Right, yeah. So we yeah. have to we have yeah. to get, we have to get there more often. Right. That's I was going to say, three and zero, three and zero in the finals. That's not bad record. Not yeah. bad. Not bad. You, you you make a great point about you know how tough it is to win, and I think people do lose appreciation for that sometimes. And I think about some of those teams that you were a part of, Ray Bork. I mean, Paul Korea, Timu Solani, uh, some of these all time greats. And it's just the the league is that like it's that difficult to get through. A regular season, four rounds. So many things can happen, and and, and we had a great team. So we, how many times we lost in a, in a conference finals game seven? I think it happened three or four times in my career. Yeah. So we're one game away from Stanley Cup finals, but just don't get there, right? right? Because the other team is, you know, you can run into hot goaltending, you run into some injuries. The other team is just outplaying you simply. Right, just, right. There are some good teams left, right? Yeah. When you when you're four teams left or whatever, so just not easy to get in the finals. Yeah. Yeah. No, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we got Milan Hayduk here, uh, former Colorado Avalanche captain, uh, here on a Lacroix hockey night. Uh, can we? Just, we'll pause for a second just to talk a little bit about Lacroix hockey. The the theme of the night is about growing the game. Uh, Milan, you and I talked a little bit earlier about you know how how great it is to see the NHL starting to make some of these steps, not only locally but overseas into Europe, things like that. Uh, can you just talk a little bit about what kind of Lacroix hockey is doing and, and growing the game? I know you play a huge role in that as well. Yeah, like I mean, Eric is doing an awesome job and and, and uh, you know try to tries to grow the game in, in in Colorado through youth hockey through grassroots. I think uh, any suc- any success of the the Avalanche also helps tremendously yeah. to uh, you know spurt the you know the interest in hockey and. And I think over overall, all these years, uh, uh, 
Like I, 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 um, I've been coaching youth hockey for a while. Uh, you can see how how improvement there is every year, year after year after year. Uh, the amount of kids play hockey, it's it's just it's just growing great. So it's it's awesome for the state of Colorado. And Eric is doing a phenomenal job. Uh, what he's doing in the family sports, what yeah. the facility he he built up there, and 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 I, I think it's going to only grow. So. Uh, I'm glad to be part of uh, Lacra uh, Foundation and and help out how I whatever I can. Yeah, you, you said you mentioned that about the facility at Family Sports. If you haven't gone down to Family Sports to see it, go see it. Uh, it's something that I think the state of Colorado has been needing for a long time. Uh, you know, I know you coach AAA, some pretty high level stuff. Have you ever seen anything like what they built at Family Sports no, here in Colorado? No, it, it's great, and 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 I don't know if you guys seen it. What it was before it was. Uh, just like uh, uh, Lollipop Park, Lollipop Park, exactly. <laughs> yeah. and, and I'm sure it was fun for kids and everything. Like <laughs> but uh, like we, we yeah. needed some uh, you know workout facility, and, yeah. and Eric and you know and Mitchy and Clarky did an awesome job, and and, and just uh, uh, so many so many hockey players can and and probably people from other sports too can use it and and yeah. and, uh, and enjoy such a great facility. So uh, it's uh, it, it's great that uh, they built it there. So uh, I think we're I think we got we got Eric up here. So I'm gonna ask you one last question, just as for everyone at home. Aside from the Stanley Cup, do you have a, a number one moment for you with your time with the Avalanche that that you say that, you know aside from winning the Stanley Cup, this is my favorite memory from my time there. Uh, other than Stanley Cup, I don't think it would be just a one moment, but just all my 14 year uh, career, it, it's been it's been a blast. Uh, uh, obviously, there were some some great moments, some some not so great moments, <laughs> ups, ups and downs. But overall, I had a blast. It was it was awesome. Uh, you 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 end up meeting great people, playing and battling with great guys, and I I wouldn't I wouldn't change a minute yeah. of it. It was just great. Fourteen seasons. Well, Milan, we get we get all kinds of love for you in our in our chats and all that stuff all the time. You're you're definitely yeah. a beloved figure here in Denver, and we we can't thank you enough for taking the time out to. Come up here and chat with us and just be here tonight in general. So seriously, thank you so much and come back anytime. Sure. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Uh, thank yeah, thank you so thank much, Juan. Thank all you. Right. Take care. Uh, all right. So yeah, I think we've got we've got Eric LaCroix ready to go. We'll do a little bit of a change out here. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> thank you so much, Juan. Thank you. Thank you. And we're bantering, we're bantering, we're bantering. This is just AJ banter, and I banter, right banter. Now. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. All we have to do is just say the word banter. <laughs> How's it going? Great to see you. Find your way through all the chaos tonight? Oh, yeah, it's been good. Good. Did I mess this up? Uh, just go ahead and pull it. Oh, I think you should be good right there. Oh, is it falling? I don't know, it's falling. I'll tell you what, you want to switch me here? How's that? Feel better? Nailed it. Nailed it. Good? I think you're good. Oh. He'll fix it. We got the producer He'll make coming it good. in. Yeah. We got the big guns. He did break. Sorry, man. I apologize. Should have just had him sit yeah, over go. here. That's my bad. You're what, yeah, I was going to say, Rudo's messing everything up yeah. over there. <laughs> Better drop the ball on the plan. Well, I died. Oh, you're good, you're good. Never mind. How's that? Good? Good. There we go. 
All right. Good night, huh? Great night. Oh, that you 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 beat me to the first question. Pretty good night so far. It's been great. Was it a great night? Great question, Jesse. <laughs> great question. <laughs> Loaded question. Was it? A, did you have fun? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, Eric, thank you so much for for taking the time out to come up here and chat with us. Uh, you're doing really important work. You and I talked very briefly the other day at Family Sports, uh, and Milan touched on it there. Do you want to just kind of give the folks a, a quick little rundown of what LaCroix Hockey is doing and what you guys have kind of stepped into doing there at Family Sports? Absolutely. I mean, uh, what we've done is the old lollipop park, right? Yep. You know, I'm yeah. sure you guys have been on. Uh, I mean, we had, yeah, yeah, we had yeah, season yeah, passes, yeah, exactly. of course. Yeah, passes yeah. and whatever it was. <laughs> uh, it was sitting, uh, empty for a bit. And, yeah. and David Clarkson and John Mitchell um, were – involved in youth hockey and yeah. the AAA program in town and uh, the city of South Suburban has been awesome the Dobbs Bill Dobb and you know his staff and and somewhere somehow we felt they felt there was a need not me they felt there was a yeah. need for some sort of a facility so for, for teams that are in there that are skating there to benefit from some off ice training yeah. and all that kind of stuff so and then with my dad passing away and then my mom moving in with us and you know <laughs> Uh, you know, we decided that maybe it's time for me to stop traveling, you know, working in the NHL four or five days a week, you know, gone. Yeah. I, I mean, as a scout, I'm talking about right, my right, last right. four or five years, I was with the Flames. And um, as a scout, you are out the door four or five days. A week. I just felt that it was a lot. And maybe it was time to come home, sort of speak, you know. Yeah. Uh, yep. And uh, so Clarkson got a hold of it that, you know. I was going to try to do something, so maybe some shooting bays and some stuff, and all of a sudden, and, and, and some sort of foundation yep. under my dad's name, which is why we're here tonight. And yep. then, so we're like, why don't we just kind of put the two together and <laughs> join forces? And, and that's why I joined forces with, with Clarkson and Mitchell, and, and it's been great. I mean, yeah. uh, like I said, we're great partners with the city of South Suburban, Bill Dobbs, and those guys have been fantastic. and we feel fortunate uh, to be in there every day, and it's fun. Uh, for me, I do need a – I love going in a rink. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's in a different capacity now than as a player or management or yep. or a scout, but it's still a rink, and it's yeah. fun, and it's fun to go in there. And I got kids in youth hockey still. Wow. My oldest is now gone. He's in prep school in Boston, but my youngest didn't play hockey before, and then all of a sudden – he wanted to play hockey, so I'm like, all right. I thought I was done with all this. <laughs> you know, Five so a.m. practices yeah, are exactly. back. Yeah, well, that, that was yesterday morning, <laughs> oh, 4:45. So, woo. yeah, so it was kind of exciting to to get back, and it's fun. I mean, it's fun to give back to the community. It's fun. I love this community, and obviously, 1990. Well, I got here in '96. Yep. The summer, I missed both cups, right? So I'm, you know, like, it's fine. And then I got here, my wife's from here, and the kids were all born here. So for us, this is home. And yeah, it's great to be here, great to be part of the community. And no better, I mean, we're biased, but no better community in the hockey community. So. No, absolutely. What's it like building up that level of the hockey community here? Obviously, there was some hockey here at, at the small, young kid level, yeah. but they're, you know, compared to Canada where it's, Every corner has its own hockey team, basically. What, what's that been like? Well, if I can compare it to, because I was here, like I said, in 96, right? So if you go back to, and I'm going to use old names, right? So Because I'm, <laughs> I, I I'm older. I'm older. I'm not like those young what, guys. 28, now. right? Yeah. Right in there? Yeah, 29 years old. Yeah, okay. Then, That's what uh, I figured. Yeah. And then, so you go back to when I was playing here in 96. Single young guy, you know, but I remember the Waz, Lafaves, uh, yeah. uh, who else? I mean, well, no, Joe's kids were actually, yeah, Mitch was just born, but 
Anyway, kids, guys that I, my teammates that had kids, you know, yeah. I, I, there, there, there was youth hockey in the community, but not like it is today. Right. I mean, if you go back, there's probably Littleton. There might have been the DU Association, and, yeah. and I think the Springs. That was it, you know. And then now the number of rinks of you know double, triple, probably yeah. since then, you know, because I remember getting some ice back then it was tough in the tough, summer. Yeah. Like, it was, oh you know, yeah. I came from LA, which was really tough. Then I got here, I'm like, oh, it'd be easier, and it and it was tough. <laughs> so I, you don't get ice in the summer to skate and everything. So yeah. Yeah. not that we skated back then. <laughs> Off season training was a bit different. It's yeah. a little different. I remember Sackett coming in all the time and. You know, he'd look and or or I'd see him or we didn't have cell phones back then. But also be like, hey, do we have ice? You know, I'd be like, yeah. Well, I was like, oh, all right, training camps in four days. All right, maybe I should get on the ice. And that's how it was. And, and Patrick Watt would show up and, and I'm being honest with you, like he hadn't been on the ice once. Or, you know what I mean? No it's kidding. It's a different world. Yeah. It's a different era. But yeah, sure, it's been so different than back then. And now all those kids, I mean, they, they have to have a young team. So, I mean, again. I don't know who they have ki- who has kids, kids are playing and not. youth hockey, yeah. whatever. But I can tell you, there's a lot more options now than there was back then with those guys. You know, yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's a big difference. You know? So I just gotta. So when everyone was giving Phil Kessel a hard time a few years ago for yeah. saying that he hadn't skated all summer, yeah. you guys are like, yeah, that's right on par. <laughs> Again, I, I'd like to transform myself to today's... Uh, first of all, I wasn't fast enough, so I wouldn't be able to play in this in today's <laughs> world, so don't worry about it. But looking back at it, I'm like, I think it's what they know. Yeah. I, I think it's what the kids know. I always talk about it with the visor, too. Like, we didn't wear visors, and yeah. if you did, not a lot of guys did, but, but we came up, like, not wearing visors. And now all of a sudden, now these guys, if you... They don't know any better. Right. I mean, and I'm not saying you shouldn't wear a visor. I mean, I think we're dumb not to wear visors, but, you know, there's a big difference. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that that's what they know. Uh, and there's a big European, uh, what do you call that? Like, influence. Uh, influence. Yep. Like Hedgy. Like he was just yeah. here. Like he was crazy with his kids. Not crazy. But <laughs> it's, you know, he had the rink in his back. In his, in yeah, his built house. his own. Beautiful yeah. facility awesome. in his backyard. Yeah, and then the boys were on the We should have asked him, was he the Zamboni driver? Uh, yeah, like, did he make the yeah. kids yeah. do it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't answer that. I don't know, but I <laughs> yeah. should have asked them. I was going to say, we missed it, yeah. But, yeah, it's a little different. I think it's what they know. So yeah. nowadays, they, they just they train more. It's more a 12... I mean, again, this is a 12-month uh, in the NHL. It is. I mean, mm-hmm. it's a 12-month business. It's so different than back then. And I know it's the usual line. Like, back then, you showed up in camp to get in shape, where now you show up and you're probably almost overtrained. You know yeah. I mean? like, <laughs> So it's a little crazy, but it's a little different. But, it, you know, everybody adapts to every generation, right? So Yeah. So just kind of going back a little bit to uh, Lacroix Hockey Foundation here. We've got the QR code there uh, up on the screen. Please make a donation there. Uh, You guys are normally great with the Super Chats. Save the Super Chats, send them over to Lacroix Hockey. But I do just want to circle back a little bit to the facility you guys built at Family Sports because I I was sitting there the day kind of marveling at it saying... I've never seen anything like this in Colorado. Is that it really is kind of the first thing of its kind here in, in Denver locally? Yeah, maybe. I mean, somewhere, somehow, I think you see it more back east. Like I said, I go a lot in Boston area because my son's down there, my oldest. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, to get back to your your question, though, it's more like uh, we got 100 feet of turf. So, so I do believe, and going back to the skating all the time, I do believe you get better. Yeah, uh, away from the ice, mm-hmm. especially in the summertime, and I think that the turf's important. I think that uh, strength conditioning is important, depending on your age, obviously. Um, sure. You know, quick feet. You know, how, how do you get faster off the ice? I mean, yeah. I, I don't care what people say. This is where you get faster. You get faster off the ice, and 
So we felt there was a need, and you know, obviously we have some shooting bays, which, you know, a little back then. I mean, I, Cindy Crosby and the washing machine. I, I think everybody's seen that. Yeah, right? yeah. So again, back then we would just shoot at our parents' garages door. I mean, the garage doors would be all dead. But nowadays they have those tarps. They got everything. So we felt that you know we put a couple tarps in there, kids, and you know, believe it or not, like. We have kids that sign up for lessons all the time. With Danny Perez is one of our skills coaches, and and it's lined up every night just to get out there and you know shoot pucks in your sneakers yeah. and you know maybe a little bit of the technique about shoot pucks and and kids love it. Yeah. And uh, and, and in the back you can't even see it right now, but Pat Carnes, which was the athletic trainer for the Avs for, yeah. I'm talking about '95 till maybe 2008. Yep. Um, yep. So Carnesy and his partners have opened up. Uh, uh, physiotherapy uh, place in the corner so it's wow. kind of a one-stop shop yeah you know so to speak you know no uh, obviously we got our locker room especially for our camps in the summer we have the locker rooms that we do the laundry and we treat the young guys that are from town like ushl kids and nice. guys that are coming back home for the summers it's been great because we do their laundry we treat them like pros and yeah. you know so it's been awesome so kids are all excited to get back this year and college kids and wow. you know we call it the pro group you know so nice. all the way down to like u8s so it's kind of nice we feel it's a one-stop shop, and uh, you know we feel, you know, uh, not important. What I'm saying, we no, feel no, that, it no, is important. We feel I agree. That, <laughs> we feel that it's important for 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 people to be around, and and, and go back. And Peter Buda is our goalie coach, so he's the nice. one that it's in there. Nice. We have the virtual reality, uh, you know. Uh, oh, do you guys have that that yeah. the VR goalie yeah, setup? Yeah, goalie uh, sense arena. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. So, so what you're the, saying is, is the next crop of great goalies is coming out of Colorado? Yes, it is. <laughs> well, I'm a goalie dad, man, so I, I I take care of goalies. There you yeah. go. <laughs> so you mentioned that about you know have it's it is important to uh, yeah. you know have somewhere that people can go shoot the amount of drywall that my dad had to repair in the garage <laughs> yep. just furious yeah. uh, as a kid yeah shout out to my dad real fast for fixing yeah. all that i could have he would have he would have loved if i had a place like know, what they've got I, set up you know yeah. there's something to breaking drywall and make you hit the net real fast yeah. 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 Uh, I, I tell you though i used to when i was shooting on drywall i used to shoot in a smiley face yeah so when he would replace it it's like, oh, hey. yeah. it was a smiley face yeah. i thought that oh, was yeah. i thought it was hilarious um, Eric, do you have anything? I, I mean, I know we've talked a bit about kind of what it is. Do you have anything that you want to plug a little bit in terms of LaCroix hockey, what it is? Or, I mean, is it just kind of everything we've been talking yeah, about? Yeah, I've been, you guys have been great, honestly. Uh, you know, DNVR and the whole family and all you guys. And I'm a big fan, and AJ knows that. I told him that years ago. Been following you guys. and It's he, true. I it's, can confirm the story. Yeah, that's true. You know, <laughs> yeah. And I'm being honest, and yeah. it's great. And I, I, and I think going, I'm not the best, like, Guys with computers and technology, I'm not. You guys should have seen this man type one time in the press yeah. box. It's a one finger. I'm a one he literally, he was like, he yeah. told me, he was yeah. like, don't make fun of me. No. <laughs> and, and here he starts, you are. He starts yeah. hunting and pain. Here you are yeah. making yeah. fun of him. Out. I saved that story for I'm, years. I'm awful, I, I, and I admit it. But I tell you one thing. For example, as a scout in the National Hockey League, though, I think you got to use the tools that are at your, uh, at your disposal. Mm -hmm. And I was telling him back then, like, you know what? Like, I... Again, I, my kids were, they teach me how to do this stuff. So, I mean, so like Twitter and everything. So I remember started following AJ and, and, I, and I told you one time, I, I said, you know what? You do a great job with the prospects. And I, mm. at the time, I think you were doing a big thing on prospects. And, yeah. and I, I tell you, it's important uh, as a scout to, you know, so, so I started following guys like, you know, AJ mm -hmm. from, you know, different, I was covering the West. So I had all the 15 teams, whatever in the West. So you start covering guys that, 
you think are you know knowledgeable or yep. you know and you can get some information and believe it or not it's a very important tool i don't care what people say but it's very important and and it makes you stay on top of your teams and you know so it's not just for fans but it's mm. also for, i don't care you know they'll tell you and they all do it and they <laughs> all do it so i don't I, I mean they all do it and that's how you get your information and and that's your job right you got to yep. be on top of that team so the abs is my team i got to be on top of them so I follow AJ, I follow, you know, follow you guys. And, yeah. you know, you, I would, now I'm talking about a few years yeah, back, yeah, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. So the easiest thing to do is then you, you, you gather information and, when, and, and you get to the meetings and you feel confident and you're like, you know what, I've done my, again, if you're a worker and you're a good scout, I, I'd like to think I was. But, <laughs> like I was. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just saying. Some people don't, you know yeah, what I mean? And, yeah. But, yeah. but that information is priceless. You know, For it sure. really is. And, and he knows that. I mean, you guys know that. The, the analytics, the eye tests, the idea in the day is the relationships on the press box is probably what's the most important. How often we talk about that? I mean, it's so true, right? Yeah. And, and I'm telling you, or the media room or the press, I mean, yeah. I don't care what people say. That's where you get yourself. Right. That's where you get everything. And, and even more so in the American Hockey League, too, because you'll have, I don't know, like in the press room, you'll have a meal with maybe your former team and it's now the assistant coach and he's like the D coach of, of that team. So right. mm -hmm. then you have that relationship and next thing you know, you don't even know they're telling you all about that prospect or that guy, but they are yeah. in a good way or bad way. And it's not like they're selling the other guy. They yeah. don't even know because you're friends. Right, and right. Like, you know, and next thing you know, you're like, all right, all right, you know, perfect. You know you're like, I mean? yeah, just keep talking. <laughs> keep going. So it's nice. And I, I think for me, that's, that's me a big here. part of the job. And, yeah. and I think the press meal, the press box, is is very important. Uh, well, and it's 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 so funny because we talk about that in terms of it's so fun because you, you meet people who share yeah. your same passion. Absolutely, right? Yeah. And and you just that's like the one place where you can get in there and you can kind of hockey nerd out a bit, and everyone wants to have those same conversations. And that's what I think is well, so it, fun about it. Is like that's where I mean that's where our relationship yeah, began. Absolutely, was. Yep. In the yep. press box, we would yeah. just we would just sit next to each yeah. other during yeah. games and we yeah. would just talk about the game. That's it. There wasn't anything. There wasn't anything yeah. special. There wasn't like there's no like secret sauce to it. No, you know, no. it was. It was the people who are passionate about the game. Yeah. It's obvious. Yeah. Yep. They're the ones who are there every day. Yeah. They're the ones who are paying attention. Yeah. They're yep. the ones who can talk to you about the guy yeah. that's playing on the fourth line yeah. on the left side. Yeah. And what's he good at? What's he bad yeah. at? Because Absolutely. He's watching, you know, and it's yeah. in it, it, it really is like that passion. Like passionate yeah. people are attracted to passionate people. Yeah. And you can tell when you're in that press yeah. box and you're around and even some other scouts, you know, yeah. there were some scouts that I was around that you could yeah. tell that they were like. All right, here we go again. Yeah, you know, and, yeah. and like there were some, yeah. there were some that were a lot more invested yeah. in it, and you know, it was it was interesting because you weren't actually the first scout that ever uh, that ever came up and talked to me and yeah. and built that relationship. You know, yeah. there were a couple of you guys that Denver based, of yeah, course, yeah, 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 yeah. You guys were always there, yeah. Um, but it was it was cool to build those relationships and yeah. kind of like have have those conversations because you would, you know, there yeah. would be guys that would, and it was interesting. I didn't know it at the time. I was just like. Oh, this person wants to talk hockey, but yeah, yeah. they would ask me about what's going oh, on with sure. this guy, or what do you think about that guy, or oh, yeah. how's this guy been in practice? And yeah. you know, there was one in one trade deadline in particular in which one scout continued to ask me about how a guy was in the locker room that was yeah. on the abs. Oh yeah, and I didn't. I, I by like the third conversation that we'd had over like two months, I didn't think a, a lot about it until the like towards the end. And they didn't deal for that guy, and but I was like, oh, he's asking I for. I get a reason, it now. Yeah. Like I get it. he's 
He's asking me what this guy is like on yeah. a day-to-day basis from my perspective. Yeah. What does it look like from here? And it's it's interesting how decisions get made in the NHL because so much goes into it. I mean, I could tell you many stories. I mean, we could be here for the next couple of days, but <laughs> but it's very important. I always tell my kids, you don't know who's watching. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, and, and it doesn't yeah. matter if it's a practice. Uh, I can tell you instances like working with the Avs that um, – I've sat by buses outside a hotel with sunglasses and a hat and flip-flops and just see how guys interact with fans on their way to the bus. Mm-hmm. Just see yeah. how, I'm telling you. And, 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 and I'm like, not telling you I'm special. A lot of guys do it too. But on the road, you're on the road. Instead of sitting in your hotel, I go to, you go to practices. Same thing. You do wear a hat, something, if it's an open practice. Mm-hmm. Because you, when you spend that many years in a in, in some people sort of, you, know, you know people, right? Uh, yeah. So it's like, next thing you know, you know, you 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 watch how guys interact in practice, how guys uh, are with their teammates, all guys are with, you know, are they going through a slump and, you know, are they real? I mean, there's no cameras, yeah. you know, and it makes a big difference. But you got to be careful because I'll tell you a quick one, like, you know, one <laughs> time I'm telling you, I was in San Jose one time. Yeah, I, I don't want to interrupt the story, yeah. but we do have Adam Foote coming on the show right now. Oh, my now, God, we don't, so. we don't like nope. Adam Foote. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, it it's, uh, turned out to be a pretty interesting crowd here. So, Footer, get on here. So, <laughs> that's okay. Put it upside down. Hey. How's it going, man? How's it going? We made it, well, man, thanks, buddy. Hey, yeah, thanks, thanks for jetting over here. Yeah, I say we just the snow, it's pretty icy out there. Is it? Yeah. Is it slick? Uh, so you were in San Jose, you said? No, I was saying, like, yeah, San Jose, I'm sitting there and by the bus, and, you know, you just kind of, instead of taking a nap, you're just kind of watching. And I'm just saying you got to be weary, weary sometimes of what I'm saying because yeah. you got to have all the facts, and sometimes you don't have all the facts. I won't say yeah. the guy's name, but you're sitting there, and I'm sitting there, and there's a, in San Jose, and footy knows, like, in that – Whatever Santana Road's called. I was going to ask if it was him that this story no, was about. Him. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> so guys are coming on there on their way to the bus, and you know there's a little always a little rope, and you know guys are putting their luggage on the bus, and and there's like four fans, and you know they're they're there, and the guy's by himself, and they're like, hey, can you sign this? And I'm like, I'm just sitting there, just exact, you know, like I said, sunglasses, bald, yeah. <laughs> watching all the guy reacts undercover. Know? Then I'm like, wow, he's not even giving them the time of day, and it's like you know, it's weird. Yeah, and, and then the guys are just saying like, hey. You know, can you sign this? And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, well, I'm, I'm almost getting mad. You know what I mean? Because like, could this guy turn around and acknowledge these acknowledge fans? Them, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's important. I, yeah. I feel it's important. And I think, you know, guys like Footy, since 96, I mean, guys have been awesome here. I think the guys here in town have yeah. been awesome. So I'm kind of getting frustrated a little bit. I don't want to say anything, but I'm like, and next thing you know, it lasts for like, you know, three, four shouts, shout outs, and nothing happens. I'm like, well, I don't like that guy. I'm being honest. Now yeah. you paint the picture of a guy, right? right? Right or wrong. Yep. And then that year, trade deadline comes, and then there's this name coming up. I Absolutely not. I said, yeah. this guy is not a good guy. I'm telling you. And then we start arguing. And I, oh, where do you get your info? I'm like, buddy, I'm just telling you. Yeah. Like, I saw I it. I saw it with my own eyes. Yeah. Long story short, long story short, that's why I'm saying you got to be careful sometimes. This. The guy was partially deaf. Oh. Did not have his whatever. That was not a pieces. plot twist I was expecting. I won't lie. I'm Sam. telling you right now. And then I'm Sam. like this, like, what? No, I don't buy that. 
Damn. And it was true. So what I'm oh, trying to man. say is sometimes you got to be careful with, you know, if you don't have the whole picture. Yeah. You got to be careful with your info. Even though I saw it in my own eyes, I was wrong. Yeah, yeah. Well, and man. the guy was a good guy. Hey, there you go. Uh, fellow good guy, Adam Foote. Makes his way down here. Another another former captain of the Avalanche. We got two yeah. two of two of the four on so far tonight. Uh, Adam, thank you so much. You were on the Altitude broadcast and you made it down here. Can't thank you enough for making yeah, it down. It was promise, Eric. I mean, <laughs> when he, I know this is a lot to do with his father and yeah. yeah. Um, when he asked me, I said of course. And then with what happened to Peter McNabb yeah. and then Eric's yeah. filling in. I'm trying to fill in and Mitchell. Someone. Had to do it, but I wanted to make sure I got here because, you know, Pierre was a big part of Colorado yeah. hockey, but our lives too. Yeah, absolutely. Well, let's just start there. Do you have a Do you have a Pierre story that maybe that lots sticks, <laughs> sticks out? In your head? We, we were going through his list of Pierreisms earlier, and I loved just about every single one of them. Just the stuff that he'd say over and over. Yeah. Do you have any story that jumps out? There's lots, but I mean, he he came to this team and. In Quebec, and then yeah. moved here with us, and um, he was all about I say family. And then I saw it firsthand when our second boy got sick at four months. Pierre was the first one in the hospital. Wow, uh, his wife was, and it you know he he was there like right away. I don't yeah. even know how he found out, but um, <laughs> and then when we all had our kids, our children were born. Our uh, he was there, and he really was genuine about it, and and so was Coco, his wife. They. Uh, Coco did a good job with the other wives bringing them together. You have so many different cultures and people from all over the world and guys get traded in or young guys and, and I think Pierre understood that if the house is good, the family life's good, everyone's, you know, he's, he was transparent with what was going on. And he was so good with the wives, him and Coco, that he knew they then maybe would have felt guilty if they didn't let us go to playoffs and play hockey. You know what I mean? <laughs> not that all of them, and not that there was a problem, but you know, when you, you have, you expect your wife to be at home with two kids raising the yeah. family and you've got to go to a hotel in yeah. downtown Denver and, and rest, it's, it's big on them and it's big on us. And yeah. it's, he was really good at that, but um, there's a lot of Pierre stories I have, but he was really <laughs> good to me too. Uh, so, well, yeah. so it's it's amazing to hear that because I feel like a lot of what you know we hear on the outside is you remember him for being you know the guy not afraid to make a big trade and shake <laughs> things up. And yeah. I don't necessarily want to use the term cutthroat, but you know, very business first. And so it's just it's it's crazy and and it's awesome to hear those kinds of stories that once you were on the inside, like you, you use the word family, it's that's well, amazing. I've ha I have to tell this story. I think I've only told it once, but I. Players play with injuries, things happen, yeah. and I had a banged up shoulder, and they put me in a brace, and I'm sure Eric's played with a bad shoulder, but... Um, <laughs> a few minutes. But I was <laughs> I was taking bad penalties. Like, I was being very reactive yeah. and uh, retaliating, and, and uh, Pierre came down one day, and he never comes down. Like, he came down that I've seen three or four times where he was upset, yeah. and he grabbed me out, and he goes out in the hallway and he goes, Footer, come here. He goes, you okay? And I go, I'm like, it's like the principal. <laughs> I'm like all nervous all of a sudden. I'm like, I'm good, Pierre. And he goes, taking a lot of bad penalties. What's going on? I go, I always take bad penalties. And he goes, and he goes no, no, like you're taking more than usual. And I go, well, Pierre, I'm, I'm hurt. And I go, I'm yeah. like a, an animal in the corner and I'm just jumping at guys, just trying to protect myself. Yeah. He goes, I get that. I understand that. 
stop taking bad penalties. We good? <laughs> I go, yeah, we're good. And that was it. And he walked away, and I had to manage my anger when I was sore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> couldn't, yeah. couldn't just keep the scratching and clawing going? Yeah. But I, I liked him that way because he didn't embarrass me. Yeah. He didn't come down and, you know, give it to me. He treated me yeah. with respect, and it was good. It was well, fun. And, and he asked you the question, is everything good? It's not like, a, you know, yeah. what the hell is going on kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. No, that's uh, that's awesome. And, and really, I'm, I'm so glad that you, you brought that up because that is what this night is all about is Lacroix hockey and, and Pierre Lacroix himself. I, I, one of my favorite things now is the the little display memorial. I don't know how you yeah. want to phrase it. At, they're at Family Sports. I think, Ma- matches I think this the- is a really underrated thing because for me, it always felt like the Avs and especially after Pierre's passing, yeah. like... They, it, they felt like separate entities. Yeah. And having that there as a constant reminder every day when you walk in and you yeah. see it, it feels like it ties the eras together. It ties the franchise yeah. Yeah. to what Pierre did, you know, and, yeah. and everything that he gave, not just to the Avalanche, but to Colorado hockey in general. Yeah. yeah. And I think that's because the first time I saw it, I was like, I love this. Yeah. I love it because it, it is a reminder, you know, t- as time passes, like, yeah. You take for granted the things that have happened. Yeah. You take for granted the the things that people have put their lives yeah. into. Yeah. And to have that there uh, to, yeah. to honor him and all of his accomplishments, yeah. I it meant a lot to me. Oh, so I, I could see. only I could only imagine what yeah. it is like. And then you do get. I mean, there's so many kids that play in that rink. Yeah. That see that and yeah. that they will know. They will they will grow up understanding. You know that before. Kale McCarr and Nathan McKinnon yeah. and yeah, yeah. you know Joe Sackick, the GM. There yeah. was Pierre first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I mean, it means a lot for you saying that. It's great, and I, I and I'm biased, you know, and I know <laughs> Footy's biased, but you know, there's a lot of similarities to to this team. You know, it, when you go back, and it's funny because Footy's sitting there, but yeah, there was no salary cap back then. There wasn't, but yeah. they had their own internal budget in here. You got to remember, yeah. this team almost lost uh, it, its team. You know what yeah. I mean? There was no building with McNichols and. Uh, Pepsi Center took forever, and then you had the offer sheet from the Rangers to Joe, and yeah. then Liberty Media to jump in there. I mean, there's a lot of stuff that was going on, and then yeah. the salary. I mean, the, you got to remember, was, I think the 96 payroll was 16 million. How much? 16. So, I mean, and then if you go back to the next year, it goes like that. There was Joe an internal. Had 10 of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what I mean? But they were built, and, and, and to go back to that era, it's a lot like this year's uh, you know this year's or last year's edition yeah it's very simple what they made they knew that winning was going to cost money um they knew that they didn't have a building they knew that a building was coming so the way they and footy's here but the way they said it is we're going to keep the goalie we're going to keep the defenseman right there he's right next to you yep and then you had 19 and 21 yeah and that's what the avalanche were based on and then and again, no offense to anybody, but every, sure. all the other guys were in, and that's how you explain it. You know, like they were interchangeable parts. So Mark Ricci, mm. uh, Scotty Young, or guys that were starting all of a sudden to, to, you know, to produce and to win. Next thing you know, they were going into their contract here. They weren't staying. And it's yeah. not, it's not and nothing against these guys. They were sure. built that way. And it's a lot like here with McKinnon, McCarr, Gabe, and then there's going to be some casualties yeah. you know what i mean Kadri. i'll say you lose i mean Kadri. i'm just saying that's yeah. just the yeah. way it is so obviously there's a salary cap system which makes it a little different but back then 
they had their own salary cap and the decision by Pierre was I'm keeping 52, 33, 21, 19. The rest, they'll be there for a couple years and then they'll have to move on. But at the end of the day, it's all good. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then you got to make trades sometimes and Blakey and then, you know, whatever, like, you know, the persona and Dead Marsh mm. and, yeah. you know, oh, this guy's a bad man. And, you know, next thing you know, I mean, <laughs> people think it's easy to make trades. It's not. Yeah. You know, it's not. Uh, but that are, you know, my, my dad, I mean, they've always been great friends. And, you know, after that, it was all good. But it's funny because then you look, oh, you bastard you know what i mean like you know what i mean like but it's funny because it's it's a business and yeah. you know like like footy said it was good for him to be personable but he didn't like that persona for people to see him but he's big as softy guy i mean this guy cried every day so trust me but then people <laughs> he thought definitely that didn't have the persona people, being like, a softy like, and i can that. tell you like jonesy keith jones that played with footy and i like one time he walked on the bus and he was like his head was down and and he sat next to me on the bus and i'm like what's wrong he goes body I just had a breakfast with your dad in uh, his room. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's not good. <laughs> he goes, I feel for your childhood, bud. <laughs> and you know, if, uh, Jonesy is, right? He's very sorry. But he was like, oh, buddy. Like, oh, but it didn't go well. <laughs> but it's funny because at the end of the day, it's a business. And yeah. it's all good. Yeah. So, yeah, not, not quite as bad as having to eat breakfast with him in his hotel room, the, yeah. the hallway story. Yeah. So he, he just mentioned that We've talked about that a lot last year, just the similarities between this current rendition of the Avs, specifically the one last year, and the 0-1 team. Do you just kind of have any insight into watching that group last year? You got a pretty up-close look at them, right? Playing against Tampa. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, I, what are you asking me? <laughs> just just <laughs> similarities between what you saw last year and the team that you guys had in 0-1 in terms of the depth and the star power and all that kind of stuff. Should I bury someone? Sure. Okay. Sure, do it. Yeah, bury whoever. No, I remember being at cup party talking to Joe, and the, we're trying last to year or Sackick, and we're comparing teams. Oh yeah, yeah. Him and I. And uh, I'm gonna start an uproar. Here. And, <laughs> but I'm like, what do you think? You know, we're going back and forth. He goes, it was different rules too, by the way, right? Yeah, like yeah. we could, we could. I probably would play with a different stick in today's game it wouldn't be as heavy leave a third period stick in the yeah. locker room yeah, that, yep. that's i did have a third period stick. I, i'm sure you did um but i just i didn't care about breaking that one yeah <laughs> but uh no you know it's hard to compare teams as far as who would win if you met in a, in a match right but then when we were talking about him going wait a minute here kemper's good but oh, Wild i knew was that's better. where you were going i knew yeah. that's where I mean, you were going um, and then i yeah. go McKinnon's great, but he can't score like Joe. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. You know, and Forsberg changed the game. Yeah. Yeah. With his, oh, yeah. I mean, Forsberg and Crosby jumped on that. Like cutting, yeah. it used to be called reverse hits. Now they teach cutting hands. So you go for a yeah. puck, you teach everyone to cut the guy's arms first. Yeah. And uh, Forsberg <laughs> taught everyone how to do that. Yeah. And then, I mean, who knows? We were probably slower, but if we had to play in today's game, we'd be faster, eh, Eric? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All the off-season training kicks it. in, right? That's what yep. I was saying earlier, yeah. <laughs> I think it's you play for what it's, – it's, I don't like to discuss war because there's actually – that's going on and people have to go do that. Yeah. Thank, thankful they do yeah. to protect us. But when you're out there, you have to know your battlefield, who you're playing against, what, yeah. what's coming. And it's so different now. Like, yeah. we yeah. used to go on – sometimes I couldn't sleep. I had to have a row of Oreos watching my favorite show just to take <laughs> my mind off who was going to beat me up the next night. <laughs> <laughs> you know? I'm like – 
So when I took two rows, my wife goes, oh, my God, this guy must be way tougher than you. Yep, yeah. he's coming. <laughs> but on the road, though, he used to room with Patty. They used to watch Golden Girls, just so you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they used to watch. Patty had the remote. I respected him for <laughs> the first three months, and I roomed with him for, what, eight years or something. Yeah. And within three months, I go, all right. I get the remote. Like, what are you gonna do about that? And you so watch I, every I season. I took the remote because he loved Murder She Wrote. Murder, Murder She Wrote. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was wrong, sorry. He's at the end of the bed just like this, and I go, dude, it's the same at the end of every show. She <laughs> figures the case out. It's That's like, so great. Like you don't know this is coming. <laughs> but then he ordered room service all the time. He liked to have uh, dessert, banana split all the time. Right. Huh. And he ordered, and I go, all right, you're not ordering anymore, because he had a real French, like he spoke French. Oh, yeah. Big French accent. Yeah. But he came across, there was no please and thank you. <laughs> so he came across, and I go, I'm ordering from now. He goes, why footy? And I go, because they're going to spit in our stuff. Like, <laughs> you know, you, you, gotta, you sound super you sound rude. super rude. Yeah, I, I go, give me the phone. <laughs> and then we used to have pillow fights, him and I. Once a road trip, once oh, yeah. every two road trips, he never beat me. Yeah. Shocker. He's a little pipsqueak. Yeah. Out of shape, but, but he would stand up on his bed and he'd go, let's go. And he'd be swinging like this. Oh, yeah. One pill. Like he's got two hands on one pill. Yeah. I go, no, not doing this. Yeah, yeah. And he goes, come on, come on. He always thought he could beat me. And so I always grabbed two and I'd spin them real tight. <laughs> and I just fake him and he'd throw and then I'd lock his one pillow up and just demolish him. All right, whoa. I never I never in my life thought there'd be strategy to pillow fights, oh, but yeah. there you go. Glad he made it easy. <laughs> so so when we so all kind of I bad. was that's where I was going next. When Tyson Berry hurt yeah. his knee at uh, World, was it, World Championships, Championships pillow fighting. Well, I we, didn't hear about that. Yeah, this, I knew he got hurt off ice, but I didn't know it was pillow fighting. Incidentally, I, I think that was I, I think that was Waz's first year behind the bench. So that's why he probably didn't he didn't dog him or anything. He's like, yeah, no, I feel you. Been there. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what did you change the channel to? Uh, anything but Angelo Lansbury. <laughs> Angelo Lansbury was out. Man. That's oh, yeah. great. Uh, anything so, but Angelo Lansbury. Yeah. <laughs> a sentence I didn't think I would hear in my life. So, yeah. No kidding. No, everything about what you just said, I did not ever yeah. picture that ever. Uh, let's go back to the final a little bit. Obviously, uh, your son's playing in Tampa at the time. Was that a weird series for you to watch? Yeah, it was. It was. Yeah. I mean, it was weird because he was in the lineup, and then uh, was it the start of middle of the New York series? I guess he he was taken out. Okay. And it was tough, and it was tough on him. Yeah. But then again, it was probably tough on everyone. If he was, it was weird. If he was in, yeah, it would have been tough. If he was out, it would have been tough. But, you know, obviously, blood is thicker than water, and I wanted Tampa to win. Right. But when my son was out, it was easier to cheer for Colorado. Yeah. <laughs> and we we had a box with a bunch of people and our friends, Colorado score, and they looked back. Sorry, I go, no, no, cheer. Like, come on. <laughs> but but it, it was really, you know. The only time I felt like that was when I was when I couldn't stay here and I went to Columbus. It's the only yeah. other time where I went. Like it just felt so wrong that I yeah. wasn't cheering for the Avs. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I felt so guilty. Yeah. You know, yeah, just like I felt awful that I wasn't playing with them. Yeah, no, it, it's. I think we actually even talked about it on a show right before the series shifted back to Tampa. 
I think someone like anecdotally brought it up. Like, I wonder how I wonder how Adam Foote's feeling right it's now. Tough. We're like, oh man, yeah, that that must have been a yeah, like you said, made it easier when they scratched him, right? It's like, yeah, forget them. I mean, win win, right? I mean, think about it. The Avs, he, the yeah, Avs yeah. get to win one. We're alumni. We. We we won here. We got a chance to play in a great city. We want to see these guys win win yeah. a championship. Yeah. Like it makes us feel great. We yeah. all we all I'm sure as we still yeah. I still look at my where I play junior hockey. We see how they're doing, right? Yeah. Once yeah. A, I'm a greyhound. It's uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's who we are, I guess. Absolutely. No, it's uh, it, it is such an interesting community. You know that we were talking about earlier that yeah. that hockey and then Colorado and just kind of. What all again? What this whole night is about in Lacroix hockey and growing the game here, um, it, it is amazing to see. So you know, my family moved to Colorado in 1994, so we got here right before the team moved here, and I just remember, you know, my mom and my dad talked so much about that. We came from a state where there were no pro teams, yeah. and they talked so much about the community, just the sense of community you felt yeah. right away. And then growing up being a kid playing hockey in you know 96 and 2001 just seeing the love for the city. And I think you're seeing a bit of that now. Have you guys seen kind of an influx in dealing with the youth hockey in the last, you know, few months here? Well, I mean, I'll answer that one. And footy was on, I don't know if you guys saw that documentary, uh, the Red Wings and Oh, of course. And us. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and footy's got a great line in there. And when the team got here in 95, um, they're, they're here in August and they're here for a promotion or something like that. And yeah. <laughs> they're trying to get in the Cheesecake Factory. Yes. And that, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying. But it's it's funny all, you know, how many years has it been now? Like, anyway, is it 27? Yeah, 20. I mean, whatever, whatever it is. I'm not yeah. good in math. But it's funny <laughs> all back then. we all talk then. hockey because there's, no, there's very little but math. But you got to remember, and I go back, and yeah, sure, these guys here are awesome. This, but back then, I wasn't here the first year I got here that the summer after the cup, but those guys were here and they're pioneers in the, in, in the community. No one knew who they were. No one. Yeah. Uh, and they're the ones that paved the way for everybody else. And, and then obviously, and then I got in 96 and all of us, you know, whatever it was, but nowadays it's so different, you know, because yeah. you look at the logo and it's been around, but back then, like even some people didn't know. And I'm, I, I'll tell you a quick one. We used to practice at DU and remember we used to get in our cars and drive there from McNichols and oh my god oh, yeah. anyway so I, I used to drive with Joe Patty and Keener so I would drive not a bad car to be in yeah but everybody was in their gear we only had our skates in our hands and <laughs> Patty Wall would be fully geared though the skating yeah. guys and we got pulled over on I-25 because I'm, <laughs> I'm a bad driver and I'm I'm not kidding you Cop came to the door. We're all in our gear. Sackings <laughs> in the back. Keener was in the right seat like this, and he's full of gear. He can, and I had a blazer. And then the guy goes, license and registration? And I'm like, well, I didn't know what to do. And then Mike Keen is, you know. Funny guy. He's not, yeah, he's a little crazy. So in the back, and he's basically telling the guy to shut the fuck up. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. hey, you know? And then Patty's like, does it look like we have our license and registration? But <laughs> on hand. But at the end of the day, like, it's not like, if you saw that 27 years later, be like, oh my God, this could But back then, right. the cops looking hey, at us like, who are I don't want to interrupt guys? you, but I thought you were going to tell the Mike Ricci story. Didn't he drive back to McNichols from DU? With his skates on and skate guards and his gloves and his helmet. All he did was throw a stick in the car. Yeah. And the cop pulled him over. I guess he gave him a ticket. Because yeah. he goes, No way. I have to give you a ticket. Yeah. It's not safe. You but can't do that. To be driving with your skate guards Reach, on. And no yeah. teeth. Like, no teeth. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Reach. But it was yeah. crazy. Like it was so different back then. And and you know, I gotta go back to the cheese cake factory, meaning like 
how do we get in? It's a Friday night and there's like, you know, 20 of us. And yeah, that's yeah, why yeah. in the documentary footage, he's funny. He's like, Joe, he go to the front of the lineup. <laughs> but they have no idea who Joe Sackick is. You know what I mean? Like, we're in Quebec City. Yeah. Those guys were gods. I yeah. mean, I'm telling you right now, it was crazy. So it was a big adjustment. But you know what? Guys were in the community all those years and uh, now, you know, obviously paid off. But it's it's a great hockey community. And I think those were the guys that were pioneers, you know, and yeah. that 95 edition, you know, so. Yeah, what a, what a difference it is. And and I'm going to, I I need to go back to the, the documentary thing there because I was watching it with a buddy. And I'm sorry, I just have to bring this up to you. We were watching this and the, the guy I was watching it said, man, you know, this the story of this is kind of mistold. It's the hit on you that really yeah. kind of started all of that. It, yeah. It's it's framed Oslo. a lot as the as the Draper hit. But when you watch those series of events in succession, it's the hit on you that really kind of starts everything, no? It's, I think it started, Lemieux hit Draper because of the hit that was on me. But, yeah. I, and I'm not trying to be political, this is common sense and logical. Yeah. We met them, what, six times in the playoffs? Yeah, yeah. And I thought, no disrespect to the rest of the NHL, but... I thought there was a good four years there where we were the two best teams yeah, in the NHL. So it was sad that we met in the semis. But think about this. And I said this, and I'm not sure they played it because I didn't watch all the documentary. But I yeah. said, guys, what happened to Draper or what happened to me was going to happen eventually to yeah. someone. Because you play that often against each other. Things happen. Even if it's not intentional, things yeah. happen. It's a fast game. It's mean. And then you're trying to fight their power forward like at, in the corner and, and win the battle. And then you're going on that to the goal and then you stick the goalie. Yeah. And then the next thing, it just uh, goes on and on and on. So I really believe that that, that would have happened anyway, that rivalry. Yeah. And yeah. I'm telling you right now, Bowman was happy it happened that way. He's yeah. happy that Draper's not seriously hurt. It was bad. Yeah. And we're glad he wasn't seriously hurt. But yeah. Bowman knew we had the edge. And when that happened, then we were off our game for a couple of years going after McCarty and Draper instead of focusing on their better players. Yeah. And uh, at the end of the day, too, Drapes, like, you don't want to see him get hit, but it's part of the game. But you know what? He's still getting a lot of attention on the <laughs> hit, isn't he? Like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, no, it, it was it was really interesting because I, I remember all of that, you know, that stuff. And, and But you make a great point that that was kind of the one part that I felt was not necessarily left out of the documentary, no. but the, there was so much less emphasis on what made that rivalry so great for yeah. so long was two great teams meeting each other in meaningful games year well, after they, year. You know, listen, they, in my opinion, they, it was like a Hollywood documentary where they needed a victim and a villain. Yeah. Where I think if they would have made it, who cares what I think, but yeah. if they would have made it, there could have been so much more with Fedorov and, and Forsberg. I mean, yeah. the Nike swoosh skate guy and then yeah. Forsberg, that Olympic gold medal goal yeah, and then yeah. is compete yeah. and then you look at uh, Sackick and Iserman there was yeah. so much more to oh, it yeah. right. than but yeah. they were selling <laughs> I think yeah. they were selling t like to the, the the big picture right was right. villain and Lemieux hitting them and yeah. Draper big the victim. bad Colorado but, yeah. but come on I mean it's it, just, it, hey, it was it's, crazy to be it's part TV. of though. it's TV right yeah yeah so, but so, it was crazy to be part of yeah but I mean like, I if he would have hit me, Kozlov, I, I mean, 
Oh, he did hit you. Uh, no, I know when he hit me. <laughs> no, no, I mean, there's so many other hits that were bad that yeah. that just saw him that one. My head hit the glass, but there's so many bad hits. Then yeah. Joe throw a body check to him. That uh, who did he hit then in the corner? I was like, his only body check was Joe. Zach, remember yeah. he killed the guy in the corner. We don't need Joe hitting. Right, right? on. I was like, <laughs> you don't want him to get hurt. Yeah. See, I always I always think of the Scott Stevens hit. In uh, oh, yeah, yeah, was that game? Was that game seven or Anaheim? No, 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 against against in the in the one finals, it was game seven or game one where he rocked Scott Stevens in the corner. And Joe yet, did, yeah, yeah. Oh, and, sorry, and, it wasn't Detroit, it's always Jersey, yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I used to always laugh. Remember yeah. that when he did that, we yeah. like we knew our bench, we were like, Whoa. yeah, <laughs> your go. captain, a goal scorer, plays that physical, yeah. yeah. That's the thing about Peter and Joe. What I loved about the two of them as. You know, most most guys like Dasu Zetterberg are the same, but Peter and Joe never got pushed out of a game. Yeah. And they showed up on the road. They showed up in a back-to-back. Yeah. They showed up in Winnipeg. Yeah. Where we're cold. <laughs> well, look, at, <laughs> look at Joe's stats on the road. Yeah. Phenomenal. Unbelievable. Yeah. So Phenomenal. that was their gift was the the more physical defenseman couldn't push him out of a game or series, which I really respect. Yeah. yeah. No, absolutely. It, it's... It's funny, like when you you know when you mentioned that earlier about comparing you know the couple the, the eras of the teams and Nate I'm just has stirring the pot. <laughs> I want Nate to get mad and win another one. <laughs> well, but, uh, you know, because he's got a little bit of that where you know he he shows up in those big moments and he's yeah. hard to play against and stuff. But it is just so hard when you think back to some of those moments with with Joe and Peter. I, I was actually just telling someone the other day he he maybe is one of the greatest what if in in hockey if if his yeah. feet had held up. I mean, he was already so great. How much greater could it have been kind of thing? Uh, and and it's uh, it, it's just funny when you talk about this player versus that player across eras. Forsberg's the one that I, I have a hard time drawing a, a straight parallel to. Do you remember when he retired in Sweden? Yes, he walked. Can I tell it? Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Oh, my God. So we Peter took us on a, out, out the night before the whole team went to dinner and all that, had a good time. Yeah. And I, Pierre said to me, I don't think I told you this, Eric. I had surgery in the summer on my shoulder, and I wasn't playing till like, end of October, November. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And we're going to Sweden for uh, preseason. I'm like, oh, yeah. I feel bad for you guys. I don't have to go. I'm not playing. Yeah. And uh, Pierre comes to me and goes, footy, you're going on a trip. I go, Pierre, my arm's in a sling. I go, I'm not even on the bike yet. Like, I'm not even yeah. training yet. He goes, you're going. I go, all right. We go, and we're, we're out the night before, and... I'll never forget, I'm walking down to the dressing room and I see Pierre. Remember I told you he's not around a lot down oh, yeah. there? Like yeah. he's around, but not not where we are. You know what I mean? Right. And he's like, he's got his foot up against the wall and he's like, he's like this. And I'm like, I'm thinking, oh my God, my eyes are bloodshot. I, I smell like booze for sure. You know what I mean? And I'm going, wait a minute, I'm not playing this trip. I'm okay. Like I can't be in trouble. So I made the walk and it was like I was nervous like yeah. holy chum yeah. he goes is he gonna stop and he me? goes to me did you know and I go he goes did you know I go know what like I did not know <laughs> yeah 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 he yeah. goes you knew I go I know what he goes your buddy's retired and go who's retired like I didn't hear that he goes Forsberg's retired I go come on I go, I go where is he? he goes he's in there he goes you get in there and you talk to him <laughs> and I I went in Forsberg's in a suit and I'm like Pete what's going on like he didn't tell us oh no yeah you know and what uh, year is this i'm sorry to interrupt oh uh, oh one oh, okay. we went over just before 911 happened yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that was a weird trip yeah. the next night it happened the next day so uh, 
Peter, I said, Peter, what's going on? He goes, my feet are a mess, footer, I'm dying, I'm hurting, I can't do this anymore. I go, yeah, but play these two games. Yeah. I go, that we came here because, <laughs> because you. you're the sweet, you're the guy. <laughs> we don't want to be away from our families to start the season. Yeah. He goes, footer, I am so done, I'm so sore, I can't do it. And I'm going, is everything okay? Like, is there something else? He goes, no, that's it. I go, okay. Yeah. And so we're... <laughs> A little bit went along a little bit longer than that, but yeah, yeah. so I come out and your Pierre's there, and he goes, "What do you say?" And remember, I got the sling on, and I go, "He's retired," and he just shoved me like like he was so pissed. And then he holds a meeting. Yeah. Uh, Pierre comes in, announces it. I couldn't believe it happened that fast to the oh, group yeah. before practice. And he said, "Guys, just want you to know, Forsberg's retiring," and everyone was in shock. Yeah. And then funny guy, Todd Gill, comes over to me. He came from Toronto defenseman. He comes over to me, he goes, come here. And I feel like it's just what Pierre did. He, he brings me in the trainer's room, kicks the <laughs> trainers out, closes the door. And he goes, I go, what? He goes, is this really happening? And I go, <laughs> holy smokes. Pierre just said it. <laughs> and he goes, I came to Colorado to win a Stanley Cup. And he starts belly laughing. And, I, I, and I'm starting to laugh, like, like what's he laughing at? And I go, what are you laughing? He goes, I came to win a cup and the best player just quit. Oh, <laughs> so, you know, and I'm like, we were, I think we were all sad, but yeah, uh, scared, sad. I don't know what the emotions yeah. were. It was so. It was a weird odd. trip too, because 9-11 happened and I was. While you guys were out there. Yeah. The next day it happened. Yeah, it's the next day. So it was kind of a crazy day. And then if you remember, and, and again, we're not making light of the situation. Of right, 9 right. But. We couldn't get home. Yeah, and, uh, that was gonna be my next question. Was and so there was there. a big team meeting, and you remember that? There was a big team meeting, and and Pierre and the league are trying to figure out how do we get our guys home. I mean, how, how do we get out of here? And 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 then and, and Patty Wah, it was like a a little a little fight in the locker room about like a 16-year-old kid arguing with his dad. And remember, he raised his voice with Pierre and he started yelling at Pierre for everyone. Well, we we need the truth and we need to get out of here. And then. And Pierre's like, what? <laughs> the, I think Vice President Gore at the time, I think. Like, uh, I think he had to, he drove, somebody like drove Cheney? to, was it Cheney, Cheney? that drove yeah. to Newfoundland? I, I remember like it was something crazy. There was no air traffic. We couldn't get home. And long story short, they started bickering in front of everybody, like a 16-year-old teenager <laughs> and his dad. And, uh, you know, it was crazy. And it was it was a messy situation. Long story short, they ended up getting a charter. And then, remember there's some PGA guys that were in Europe? Remember it was like, not the Ryder Cup, but it was, yeah, like, it was like a charter. And then they picked us up and even reporters and whoever was the, the lead Pierre was going to get us home, right? Well, like, that's what I'm saying. The yeah, world yeah. was up and what's going on here? Yeah, right? it was crazy. Yeah. It was a crazy yeah. couple of days. Well, like you said, not to, you know, take a hard turn off of 9-11. I have to know how this story ends because obviously Peter Forsberg did not retire in 2001. So Peter retired and came back. He came back in the playoffs. Came back in the playoffs. Was that 0-1? No, he it's didn't not play true. A game? Not no, no, true. not he, true. Came back in April. So, okay, so it was 0-2. To go. So we went in 0-1 September. We won yeah. the cup yeah. in June 01. Yeah. Oh, that's okay. All yeah, right, all yeah, right, yeah, all yeah. right, all right. Okay, okay. And that's then right. he uh, actually made it, decided to come back in like February, and then he didn't pass his physical. So his, his ankles were. Then he still had to get another surgery. <clears throat> came back game one of yeah. the 02 playoffs. And he was great that And he led the league in scoring, yeah. I believe, that scoring. playoff. Yeah. Scary. He's such a freak. Like yeah. a talent. Freak. So I, I, I asked uh, Milan, I'm. I'm in 02, 
you guys lose in, in game seven, and it was Carolina, so that was why I was asking him. If you guys win that we game. We lost to Carolina. No, no, no. no Carolina I'm sorry, I'm sorry. won the cup. Yeah, uh, they, no, no, they, they lost Detroit. to Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Okay. So in, in 02, you guys lose to Detroit in the Western Conference Final. Detroit goes on to, I think, either sweep Carolina or beat them by I think it was uh, five. four, I think four it was to five. one. Yeah. yeah. Looking back on that, is that you guys probably repeat if you get through that year with the team you had? I don't think we – that one, us losing that one, doesn't bother as much as us losing to Dallas – Oh, and yeah. then Dallas takes the Brett Hall foot pass yeah. oh, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On Hasek against Buffalo. Yeah, yeah. 99, right? I think, yeah. you know, you got to remember, and I said earlier, Colorado, Detroit, no disrespect for four years, but, yeah. but you got to remember there's great yeah. teams. It's hard to win, but I thought that's one we let slide. Yeah. I thought we should have had that one. That's, but, 99. you know, it's, but game seven against Jersey, anything could have happened, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. No, it was uh, it was it was a pretty uh, wild run that you guys had for a few years. Where when you really start thinking about the conference championships and stuff, I mean, it was yeah. We had a, we we didn't even know we came from Quebec and we didn't know we were that good. Yeah, I remember my dad telling me at Christmas, "You guys, you, you know, you're pretty good." You know, are we? Like yeah. it's like Colorado. I like Elway and the Broncos, and it's great snow here in mountains. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We were so young. Like, yeah. We were winning all the time, and we didn't even realize. Yeah. We all lived at the Breakers. Remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, like you said, it's it's funny because you get the, the team has been around for so long now. You mentioned, you know, the logos. Right now. There wasn't even a logo on the ice when the team first got to Denver. It Was, was it Red Dog? Beer? Red Dog, yeah. Remember yes. we were wearing black helmets at home? With the white. white jerseys. Yes. I love them, but the league made us change them. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe because... I don't know. Camera, I don't so, know. So you liked the black helmet with the I white? I did, yeah. So, cause but I, I like the old jerseys. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The old color of the... the it was like the a darker... Yeah. yeah. It's like an Indian red. It was good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was, uh, it was great. I love that they actually did the black helmets for the Coors Field game. White jerseys with the black helmets. Cause I yeah. thought it was a nice little nod to the, yeah, the original look. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, do we have any questions or anything? Are we good? No, we're good. Okay, cool. Um, all right, I think, yeah. I think, I think that we're about good. We've taken plenty of your guys' time. We can't thank you enough for being so generous. Uh, seriously, photo, thank you for making the the trek down here quickly in, in the snow and all that stuff. Uh, we've had a great time tonight. Honestly, this has been a blast. Uh, we had that Venmo code up there on the screen. Uh, we any of the super chats that came in, we will be taking them right over to Laqua Hockey to make the donation uh, on behalf of all the listeners. Make that donation. Uh, it's an amazing thing that they're doing to help grow the game. Uh, I came up playing hockey in Colorado, so anytime uh, we have the opportunity to to expand that footprint and get more people involved, I'm uh, I'm all for it. So thank you guys so much for coming on tonight. Seriously, anytime, anything that we can do uh, for Lacroix hockey or just you guys in general, we are uh, more than happy to be a part of it. So thank you guys so much. Seriously, no, we thank you and thanks to all the guys like Footy and everybody who came tonight. So it's awesome, and uh, we can't thank you enough. And you guys have been great. So from uh, Lindsay, to everybody here, so we just want to say thank you, and it's been fantastic. Awesome. Yeah, no, same goes for us. It's been great. Can't wait to do it again. Uh, for everyone who's involved behind the scenes, Eric, Footer, AJ, I'm Jesse Montagna. Thank you guys so much for listening. We'll be back at it here uh, tomorrow. No, tomorrow's off. Oh, Saturday. Saturday. We're off tomorrow. Saturday for the game uh, in Washington. Thanks, you guys, so much for listening.